It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. It is a Friday morning, it is the 7th day of July and you know what that means, another weekend just around the corner and good luck for any upcoming open homes, bidding wars this weekend and the eternal quest for that perfect dream property. And talking of dream properties, coming up this morning we have the podcast series Buying Perth Property because Perth is still performing at the moment and Matthew Hughes, the founder and managing director of Capital Property Advisory is joining us this morning, a little bit under the weather but he's recovering from a bad flu and good morning Matthew and welcome back to the Real Estate Breakfast. I want to ask you the first question clearly has got to be the RBA and the pause on Tuesday. What did you make of that? Obviously great news for mortgage holders around the country uh, but I think here given the, the state of the market it might actually just be pouring more fire onto an already raging flame. So uh, hopefully we don't get too much additional interest from the East Coast investors because they're already pretty active over here and it's making it very competitive at the lower end and very difficult on, on first home buyers trying to get in, out of the rental market and into the homeowner market. Yeah, and talking about those investors, we're going to be talking about that this morning. So I think any investors thinking about getting into the Perth property market, this is the one to listen to, Matthew. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we've got uh, a bit of information today on what we're seeing on the ground over here uh, from an investment standpoint and just a general market standpoint. And should be some good tips in here for people who are trying to enter the market, either with the use of a buyer's agent or going it alone. All right, so we'll come back to Matthew in just a moment and discuss all of that. From the emotion of property, the economic inflation, managing your expectations, lack of stock, price growth, construction appetite, days on market. Stay informed with us and know your property. Well, coming up tomorrow for your Saturday morning breakfast, I'm going to be talking to Vincent, who bought a property back in 2019. So you can imagine the interest rate that he received back in 2019. The landscape obviously has changed. The Reserve Bank's decision to keep the cash rate this week unchanged provides temporary relief. And Vincent is a business owner, so we will find out just how difficult running the business is and trying to hold on to your property. So that is all coming up tomorrow morning. And if you are celebrating your birthday, we better check on those for today, for Friday the 7th of July. Happy birthday if you are turning a year older. The Beatles drummer Ringo Starr, now he's turning 82. And Michelle Yeoh, the Academy Award winner, she is turning 61 today. We don't just report on real estate news. We take you to the source of the information. We produce more property podcasts every week than anyone else. We are your trusted guide for all things real estate. 
It's the main centre forecast. And let's check on your weather. If you are in Sydney, great news. Sunshine with 18 degrees. And in Melbourne, on the other side of the coin, expect one or two showers with 15. Brisbane, mainly fine with 22. And some showers in Perth, which is where we're headed to next. And expecting your high of 19. Have you missed one of our episodes? We have over 500 episodes of powerful real estate interviews, market analysis, predictions and trends. Whatever you are looking for, you'll find it right here. As we say, it has been a very busy week, a close call regarding mortgage rates, of course, household mortgages, loving the fact that the RBA paused. But what are people in Perth feeling about the rates at the moment? Well, Matthew Hughes is back, the founder and managing director of Capital Property Advisory. And Matthew, with the influx of investors from the East Coast, into the Perth property market over the last, well, I guess it's the last 12 to 18 months. What impact is this having on the market through your local lens perspective? Yeah, Craig, what we're seeing, I guess, statistically, what we have seen from our our lowest point in terms of investor lending back in May 2020, since then, investor lending has increased 324%. So we've gone from less than 10% of uh, overall buyers being investors to almost 30% now, I believe. So the big shift has been uh, a lot of East Coast investors um, putting their attention across to Perth, chasing affordable properties, chasing high yields. And as a result, competition is rife, as you might expect, especially in those affordable areas. And that's putting a lot of pressure, as I mentioned earlier, on first home buyers trying to enter the market, making it quite difficult for people. What we're also seeing is that the types of areas that they're targeting seem to be, there's a bit of repetition in where they're buying. So areas like Gosnells and Armidale, which are very affordable and offer good yields and surrounding areas around those suburbs. They're very popular with East Coast investors. We're staying away from them at the moment because we're seeing way too much competition and not a lot of value on offer because people are overpaying. There's 10 plus offers on average properties. We've seen up to 30 offers on on an individual property in the past in those areas. So we're staying away from there at the moment and other areas that investors have been focused on over here like Rockingham and Mandra, they're also not on our hard target list at the moment. Not to suggest that people shouldn't be buying here, but if you are, you're going to have to be very aggressive price-wise to get in. And so we're just sort of stepping back and trying to find other places to put our clients' money where it's a little bit less competitive, but where we still see some good uh, potential for long-term outperformance. Yeah, so sounds like you're being quite strategic. Now, you work, of course, helping property investors and buyers from not just Perth, but all across Australia. And I guess that most East Coast investors are not overly familiar with the Perth property market. So they are engaging a buyer's agent to assist with their acquisitions, possibly. And are you hearing from them asking for your help in that regard in terms of buying investment properties? Yeah, look, a big a big chunk of what we're doing at the moment is East Coast investors. A lot of them are savvy enough to understand that it is a different market. They're not here with boots on the ground to be able to go and view properties and do the, the required inspections. So engaging a professional obviously adds value. Um, but whilst buyer's agency is growing in popularity, not everyone sees the value in, in paying whatever fee the buyer's agent charges. Many are still choosing to go it alone, often from the other side of the country, which can be hazardous. Often you've got investors that 
perhaps have a little bit of knowledge, but not enough local knowledge to be able to execute a good acquisition. Perhaps they don't know how to do their own research to the level you need to, and don't have a comprehensive enough due diligence process to get the right sort of outcomes that we would be able to achieve for a client. So whilst some investors can go it alone, um, most of them are probably following the herd to a degree into suburbs, like I mentioned earlier, and that can have some, uh, some I wouldn't say disastrous, but some negative outcomes over the long term if you're buying the wrong property in the wrong suburb. Yeah, and property data and knowing the market, of course, it is just so crucial when buying any property. And are you seeing any mistakes from investors who, as you say, buy without that professional help in a city that could be unfamiliar to them? Yeah, absolutely. Look, looking at data is obviously important and we do that ourselves, but not analysing all of the data and not overlaying it with either local knowledge or knowledge of local planning policies can be quite hazardous for investors. We're seeing that East Coast investors, if they are acting alone, they're often buying something sight unseen. They're submitting cash offers with very minimal clauses in an attempt to make their offer as strong as possible and secure a property. But what they're doing is they're often overpaying. Uh, they're often taking on excess risk by not putting, um, making their contract subject to being able to do the relevant inspections. Um, and that can lead to some, um, some negative outcomes post-settlement when they find that they didn't pick up on certain things that we would have pre-settlement. Yeah, picking up on things because every market plays out differently when it comes to understanding and reading a market with accuracy. And that's the word to sort of think of this morning, investors, if you're listening this morning. So, Matthew, what are some of the key gold nuggets that you can pass along this morning to the investors listening? If you're not using a professional on the ground over here, um, you want to develop the right negotiation strategy. Um, you want to try and build relationships with agents. You want to have a, a fairly thorough due diligence process pre and post per, uh, getting a property under offer. Um, and then if you are swinging and missing, which is quite common in the market at the moment, don't get frustrated, don't get emotional, don't go and overpay, overpay on the next one just to get in the market. Whilst it is important to be have some tempered aggression in order to get into the market, um, be patient and don't be blinded by what you might see as a, as a fantastic scenario at the moment with very high yields and affordable properties and buy the wrong property, which could have some downside risk in a softer market. What we are seeing is that people are buying cheap properties. The yields are fantastic. They could be six or 7%, but they're not really looking forward to the next cyclical downturn, uh, which is coming, obviously, whether it's two, three, four years from now, it is going to happen. There will be more rentals available on the market and a 6% yield on the wrong property or in the wrong suburb or pocket of a suburb can turn into 3% quite quickly. So if you're not planning it or looking ahead and understanding that, and if you're not financially able to support that drop in cash flow, you might find yourself selling that property in that soft market, which is a, obviously a very negative outcome. That is good advice. And let's have a look at, okay, so you buy the property. Let's have a look at post buying the property because investors, they buy the property and then make this very poor decision around managing that property investment. And I know that you deal in this space. So what is happening in the Perth rental market right now? And again, what are some of the tips that you might have for landlords in Perth? 
Firstly, I would say that if you're if you're an ex- investor uh, on the East Coast and you own properties over there and you're familiar with the property management process and fees, when you come over here, expect higher fees. Uh, everybody charges a higher fee over here than they do on the East Coast. We hear stories of five to six percent being quite typical in Sydney and Melbourne um, as a property management fee. Over here, expect more like seven and a half to nine, depending on the property manager and how many properties you own. So that's the first sort of shock you want to prepare yourself for. And unfortunately, that's unavoidable. And then when you're advertising your property at the moment, obviously we do an appraisal for all of our clients and we'll look at historical evidence of rentals that are comparable and we'll generally give a range uh, in terms of what we think we're going to achieve as a rental figure. And it's important not to get too greedy and try and chase above that and advertise at a level that might stifle competition. You want to advertise probably at the high end of that range because that's quite achievable in this market. But you want to make sure that you're not advertising too high price where you get less people there. You want to generate some competition and then you want te- potential tenants to put their best foot forward in terms of trying to secure that property. And another thing that we talk to our clients about as well, and not everyone is in a position to do this, and we certainly support landlords chasing top dollar because they've had it tough over here for a while up until this recent uptick. Um, but if you are in a position to be mindful of vulnerable tenants and not necessarily jack the rent up quite to the highest level that you could, if they're a good tenant, if you think that they might be suffering a little bit with the cost of living pressures that everyone's experiencing over here, we always try and talk to our clients about that. And if they're in a position, if they're willing, then we're mindful of trying to maintain good quality tenants without sort of hiking the prices too high and putting them under pressure where they might have to move, which then incurs costs for our clients as well. And just uh, remember, if you're paying that extra point, extra point and a half in that management fee, just think about the bang for buck that you're getting that you're not getting on the East Coast. That's right. Yeah, it's um, look, the, the yields over here support the higher fees. It's not why they're higher. But um, at the moment, you, are, you do have the benefit of hopefully a cash rate that's nearly now terminal. Um, yields are very high. And, um, and they will be for some time because we still have no stock around at the moment, rental or sales-wise. It's still dropping on both sides. And there's not a lot being built, which we've spoken about previously. But having said that, we did notice an uptick recently in the uh, sale of vacant land. So hopefully there is an appetite returning over here for construction, and that will eventually bring some new stock to market, which will help relieve some of this housing crisis pressure. Uh, but that stock obviously is at least a couple of years away, especially with the pace of building at the moment. All right, good on you, Matthew. You have yourself a fantastic Friday, a great weekend, and we will talk again in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks, Craig. Talk to you soon. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 